So what's my future? You don't have one. I see you, but you can't see me. Hello everyone and welcome to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. My name is Hunter and I'll be your guide into preparation for the big three decade celebration. Now, of course, I cannot do all of this alone, so let me go ahead and introduce the usual gang lineup of characters, co-hosts, ghouls, and creatures of the night. First up, my right-hand friend, the usual suspect, number one Boris Schuster Stan. What's going on, Shelby? Um, I am ready to celebrate 30 years of uh, 30 fears, even though I'm not 30 yet. <laughs> Well, you know, it's 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 rapidly approaching. We will get there. And yeah. it's it's okay. We're coming to grips with um, <laughs> you know, the fact that the that the event is not much older than we are, and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, coming back to do our big preseason hype episode. What's going on, Quint? Well, I'm leaving now because Shelby just made me feel really fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, doing all right. I'm I'm super stoked for this year for sure. Hey, it's uh, we. You know what? We're gonna break down what we're about to do, but I know I say this for every episode, but this is a big one. Like, there's a lot of really exciting things that we're gonna get into tonight. A lot has happened in the two weeks since we last recorded. So, you know, there's there's gonna be a lot of ground to cover. But before we do that. Finally, the originator, the founder, our one and only Matt. How's it going, Matt? I'm good, but I'm in Quince camp because I didn't really <laughs> realize that you two have don't know a world without Horror Nights in, in even a history capacity. I mean, last <laughs> year aside, you're right. You two are younger than Horror Nights, and I feel absolutely awful about myself. I'm not sure I want to continue tonight. <laughs> Oh, no. Horror Knight, <laughs> Nights and I share the same birthday. Oh, well, I mean, not the actual same, share the same birthday year. Oh, okay. Because, you know, Fright Night, if we're going to do that. So maybe that helps a little. Probably not. No, not at all. But I'm not just, a lot. Just, not at all, in fact. Yeah. I'm just, I'm doing the best I can here. Let me have my moment. But okay. in case you haven't figured it out, and once again, I know, I know, podcasters are always like, you guys aren't going to believe what we're going to do tonight. You're just going to have no idea. But <laughs> y'all ain't yes. ready. Y'all ain't ready for <laughs> y'all, this. Y'all ain't ready. Make sure to smack that bell and hit the like and subscribe button. Um, <laughs> however, what we are here to do is our big pre-event HHN 30 hype episode. You know, it's par for course. Everybody loves sharing their hype list, their anticipation list, what they're most looking forward to for the season. But this year is coming a little bit different just because we got the biggest unveiling in the event's history since they used to do the whole, you know, event at midnight drop on the websites. This is the biggest drop in quite some time for this year. We just got 
all the scare zone announcements, pretty much all of the originals dropped on us, the show announcements. There is so much to talk about that we're going to have to get into because last time we were on, it was just the one original house, which was HHN icons captured. I do want to say something about that announcement drop and you touched on it. I really wish they would have kind of let us not even let us know it was coming. I wish they'd done it at midnight and let us know something was happening at midnight because one, I think that was the most, one of the most fun episodes Quinn and I did together. I think it would have been as much fun doing it, all four of us together. And two, yeah. there's something yeah. about sitting, staying up to the middle of the night in the pitch dark, in the moonlight, whatever you want to say, waiting for Halloween Horror Nights announcements, as opposed to getting it at 920 in the morning. It was it was a big difference, and I totally agree with that. I will say, you know, iPhones, Samsung devices, cell phones in general um, have ruined us where midnight is not even really that late anymore. For True, unveiling. right. <laughs> so I, I feel like they would have to move it to like 3 a.m. to have the same effects, right? Yep. But, uh, <laughs> but there, there is also the lacklusterness that none of it was a surprise, which is getting increasingly well. Okay, I don't want to say it's frustrating this year. This year is such a weird year because we had two years for the speculation to come in. But um, uh, yeah, if there's more surprises to be held, it would have been really cool to stay up till midnight to find out about them. Totally, at least in the throwback sense. You know, we got this far before the event was supposed to start. Why not just give us something yeah. like that? But I, I get it, right? Like, you got to do your Thursday drop. I mean, to be fair. Well, you don't, we, though. That's I, not a thing until this year. <laughs> if you really want to start getting into the nitty gritty of the drops and the histories, that's not like a thing. You're, it is now, right. or it will be when there's not a Thursday drop on the first Thursday of May next year, all hell's going to break loose. What are you talking about? First drop is going to be January 1st. Well, there you go. That well, right. Is that happening? I hope they drop the that whole be event. Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they drop the whole event yeah. on, uh, well, January 1st is actually a Saturday. So we're going to say January 6th. Okay. I hope you guys are ready for the HHN 31 <laughs> lineup. Um, but yeah, just we got everything all at once. And to be honest, this episode for me is just a much, as, like, this has been such a convoluted couple of days like i haven't even really had a chance to sit back and talk to you guys about everything just because there not only is there a lot going on in the world and in personal lives and everything but there's just so much that got dropped on us all at once in like a 45 second trailer i don't even really know where to start so i've I've only ever i've only (laughs) honestly checked everything out once i mean the trailer once and kind of read on the site to see the artwork and i've not really taken it in either so this is like the first time i'm really taking a good hard look at what we're getting as far as the original shows and the scare zones at this point so hey we've got multiple houses we've got two shows we've got five scare zones to cover and guess what after that we have made our as is now tradition catacombs of halloween horror nights hype list where we've averaged our scores together for scare zones and houses and then we have also asked you all for the first time as a community to put in your votes as far as what you are are most hyped for so matt has this massive spreadsheet he put together i I tallied up everything not (laughs) expect that many responses in that short of a time because you just came up with it the other day and I said, I, I, ha- I have to turn it off Monday because I am booked all day. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll just add together the 20 people that responded. That number was a wrong guess on my part. It was a lot of people. Yeah. I called you driving home the other day and I said, hey, 
I think it'd be fun to do this. And we're like, yeah, 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 no problem. And I'm like, don't stress yourself out about it. And little did we know, over 200 of you were going to reply to this. Um, we sure so we did 36 hours because I had yeah. made it the day after you called and had to shut it down. A day and a half later, it's like, dude, I can't, I, I will not be able to add this up. I'm shutting it down early. <laughs> I've got to get it, get it up yeah. there. So yes, we're going to talk about you all's hype and, uh, hype and anticipation list. And I've got some fun facts about that. And then we also have a very special surprise from some friends of ours right in the middle of the episode. I've told you what you were doing. We've covered enough ground. Let's go ahead and get right into it with our final episode before HHN 30 begins. So I'm going to go ahead and run down our handy dandy spreadsheet from one and only Gary Pounds. Um, <laughs> our, I just want to go through the announcements and kind of talk about the unveiling before we get into the new stuff. So this is the 2021 uh, announcement spreadsheet. So I'm just going to run through that. We're going to talk about something because this year's an, uh, announcement cycle has been all over the place for people. <laughs> it has been <laughs> debated back and forth. In fact, I have no clue more about what it was today than I did yesterday. Um, and I just asked a whole bunch of you that question. So on March 5th, we got our first announcement for Beetlejuice coming to the event. We all agreed. We've all talked about it. That just made logical sense, I think, as the first announcement, just because Getting things back on track, it was that house that only opened for two days last year during HHN Light, and it was the constant topic of conversation. Is this house coming back? Is it not coming back? To get it out there in the open was the right move. Next announcement, we had a three-month gap, three-month and about two weeks, on June 17th. We got the announcement that Jack is right back at it again. Jack is back as the icon of the event. On July 8th, we got the announcement that the Haunting of Hill House was coming to the event. On July 15th, we got a dual IP announcement with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and the Bride of Frankenstein Lives on Excuse me. On August 5th, we got HHN icons captured. And finally, with, with bated breath, Frequent Fear Passes finally went on sale. Now, keep in mind, folks, when we're recording, if you're listening to this episode in the future, a couple years down the line, you're like, oh, yeah, August 5th. Um, that was only... That wasn't even two weeks ago when we finally got this news. It finally came in season, and it was just the biggest collective gasp of air that we, that we've all had as a community this year. And then finally, uh, a week later, um, on August 12th, we got our final announcement. We got the scare zones in the shows. We got scary case files unearthed, wicked growth, puppet theater, revenge of the two fairy. And once again, one of those is debated. We'll talk about it a little bit more in just a little bit. So there's your lineup of announcements for this year, guys. It is, uh, it was a heck of a year for announcements this year. There really was with, with the speculation maps being out for so long and just the event shutting down. And I guess people who are normally pretty tight lipped like, Oh yeah, this is what this year was supposed to be and everything like that. We had a pretty good idea of what this year's event was going to be. So it was kind of just waiting for things to happen versus anticipating what might happen 
And I feel like collectively as a community, this year has been really weird because of that. I, I give this year a lot of slack because, and even to this day, and I don't, and I, I'm not saying this as a, like a doom sayer, but we still don't know. I'm, and I don't mean for the event. I mean, just in general, what, is going to happen next. We thought 20, once 2020 rolled in 2021, things would get better and things are better. Some things are not. And some things who knows. So I give the, I give this year's, this year's announcement schedule a lot of slack because I can't even begin to imagine what kind of discussions are going on behind closed doors about everything. Well, so I guess we'll just go ahead. Let's start off with the, um, it, it feels weird to refer to it as this, but let's talk about the smallest batch of, of announcement that we got um, in this most recent unveiling, the stuff that we haven't had a chance to talk about yet you know, with the previous call in episodes and I'm talking about the shows. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've got marathon of mayhem making its return as carnage factory. And I have a show called Halloween nightmare fuel. So (laughs) marathon of mayhem carnage factory. This is a big deal. We all kind of expected a lagoon show would come back after the runaway success of marathon of mayhem, but the aesthetic this time looks drastically different. Shelby, what are you expecting from this? Um, a steampunk nightmare a la 2006 uh, Tumblr featuring steam-powered draft. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> um, Mayhem steamroller? No. Mayhem steamroller. Oh! Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it gives me, like, really early Horror Nights vibes from, like, the earlier years, so, like, circa 2000. You know, like I said, the early 2000s where you, you did have like heavy um, steampunk vibes and stuff like that. So I don't know what to expect. I do expect fire. Uh, that seems like an obvious thing to put in a Horror Nights show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just kind of um, surprised that they didn't take the uh, the, the saws and steam uh, route with this because it looks like there's a lot of possible tie-in to Saws and Steam. You know what's funny, Quinn? I was actually going to pose that to you. It was in my notes here. I was just <laughs> knowing what Saws and Steam means to you and uh, Matt as well, but just like this totally... And I feel like that's just because like that is what comes to mind for this aesthetic for Halloween Horror Nights, but... No, yeah, this I, I just I just think with the water show, man, like the the whole steam effect that they could be doing with it would just be kind of cool. I don't know. Yeah, but that's kind but, of I mean, what I was saying because like a lot of like the earlier like saws and, te- saws and steam included um, mm-hmm. a lot of the earlier horror night stuff uh, yep. had that um, steampunky vibe. What was the scare zone that had that as well? I can't remember. Scary it was like tales. the one in New York, or or was it like the one in Sting Alley? Where it was like steampunk and water, and then there was also the um, shoot the scary tales one that was Ugh, all steampunk. Yeah, no, another one. <laughs> Very reminiscent of that stuff from the past. So I, I feel like it'll be maybe a greatest hits of stuff we've seen from Horror Nights, while also featuring like the IPs that we have from this year. That has me a lot more excited if it's a celebration of HHN's history as a whole. Mm. Matt, I wanted to pose this to you directly just because you and I preached the praises of Marathon of Mayhem repeatedly to each other last year and to anyone who would listen. Does kind of losing that retro wave aesthetic and the IPs that fit so well 
into Marathon of Mayhem last year. Like this year's IP roundup, I'm personally having trouble imagining what that looks like in a Lagoon show. So right now, I got to say, I'm just personally not as excited for this as I was for Marathon of Mayhem last year. However, it could completely knock me out of my socks just because I'm not expecting as much as well. Well, that's the thing, yeah, um, is that I'm not sure what it's going to be. So I'm not – saying say I'm not excited diminishes how I feel about it. I, I really cannot wait to see it because I don't know what it is. So I don't know if I am um, – if ex- <laughs> until I know what it more about it, um, there's there's really it's, – it's a, it's a wait and see. I'm really excited to see what they – are going to do and what it is. I can't say I'm excited about the content because I don't really know what it is from what their description is. I, I am I'm anxious to see it. That might be a better word. There you go. If yeah. it's anything like last time, it'll knock our socks off. Yeah, so. yeah, I think so. And I think you said something along the lines of what I was thinking it that it almost seems like it would have had to be in the first place in a celebration of the entire history without it being called a 30 year show. But again, I don't know. So we'll see. Yeah. There, there's nothing that really indicates what this is going to be, at least as far as the description, it just says there's no manufacturing. The screams as a terrifying show comes to life in universal studios lagoon. It's a fear factory. Um, so my guess is that it's just going to be clips of the Joe Rogan podcast <laughs> and you're just going to sit there. It's going to be projected. Oh, um, terrifying. <laughs> And then he announces his residency in the Fear Factor Live Theater, which means that's not leaving either. Um, There's a lot that could happen here. But speaking of the Fear Factor Live Theater, assuming this is where this is going to go, I feel like it it has to, right? Like, unless they're going to shove it at animal actors. We have Halloween Nightmare Fuel with some sick little tribal flames, you know, some five finger death punch, disturbed sound of silence in the house. Well, I know um, where I'm not just, going. <laughs> <laughs> please never. It, it's not that good. Um, a new show a- is igniting Halloween Horror Nights featuring fire pyro and aerial performers. Obviously this is the show that is replacing Academy of Villains after their run at the event. This one is, you know what? I think right now I'm more excited for this one just with the, basic idea of getting a big theatrical show in fear factor that's different from you know different from what we've had previously in there but also kind of ties into the events aesthetics or at least what we assume is going to be the the event aesthetics this year i like that halloween is in the title to be frank Mm -hmm. and i i hope it delivers on that concept i'm looking at this one just like looking at the imagery going this is like this is like eighties cocaine on fire, <laughs> and so I'm in. I'm in. Did you like as soon as you got the announcement, like Poison by Alice Cooper just started appearing oh, throughout yeah, your home? Much, and you, right? Yeah, because yeah. this is like this is definitely like eighties hair metal band cover. Yeah, for that for sure. Oh, oh I could totally <laughs> see that actually, like that so that wait. Anvil documentary. So yeah. What was that, Shelby? So some of the people who live in the apartments behind the uh, the stage were hearing, uh, God, well, Rob Zombie. They were hearing Dragula coming from the stage. So maybe we'll see the return of some uh, some Rob Zombie stuff. So Matt, why is this now the most anticipated thing? <laughs> <laughs> this this falls in the same realm as a uh, um, 
uh, the Marathon of Mayhem, I think. I'm curious to see what it is as well. Um, stage shows, man, I have, I have made no secret when I don't like uh, a live performance and when I love a live performance. And, and there's rarely a gray area. It's either I'll see it every yeah. time I go or I'll see it once and that's enough for me. So we'll see. I mean, I, again, I'm anxious for this one too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's just as good of a place as any to just start taking our walk around the park and uh, start talking about these scare zones because right outside of Fear Factor Live over in San Francisco, we know this one because you can already see the stage. We, we pretty we, we know where everything is going as far as the scare zones. Sound stage or excuse me, houses haven't been 100% confirmed yet, even though we we know <laughs> like but the thing is um so crypt tv is going into san francisco step inside of crypt tv a dark universe of monsters that reside in the same reality on your screen in your pockets and now in san francisco so crypt tv this is a collaboration between jason blum and eli roth that originally started as part of the Facebook watch Facebook TV program that Facebook tried to dip their toe into. And now it's on YouTube. It's just original horror creation, short form entertainment. And this one is super divisive for people. I do think this one is having a bit of struggle. We're going to talk about our rankings later on. This one is just struggling from the the prospect of, I don't think a lot of people know what it is and they're yes. going to have to walk through the zone. That was and me. See what's going yeah, me too. on. That me, I knew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, actually and, you know what? I, let's. Uh, oh, you, you kind of. Uh, man, maybe this isn't part of the discussion. How do you see Crypt TV? Because I am so freaking behind on YouTube. everything. It's all on YouTube. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah I apologize of, for derailing us, but I, I just don't know what it is. But no, I, I forget. But someone in the someone on Twitter did did take the time to make a playlist of the the featured properties that will mm -hmm. be featured there that was shared in the Shady Brook group. Um, I'll send that over to you. Yeah. I feel like we'll also see more characters walking around that don't just belong to those stages too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Shelby, as our resident Eli Roth expert though, <laughs> how are you feeling about this? Oh, I'm stoked. I'm so excited. Yeah. I like Eli Roth these days. Isn't that great of a person anymore? Like we've just kind of seen like the bad side of him, but I will, uh, commend him for giving voice to small independent creators like he has with crypt tv and that's pretty much what all of crypt tv is is like a platform for independent artists to put out like their vision of horror and it's mm -hmm. fucking awesome and it's just a really cool uh way to explore like creatives minds and these really interesting uh monsters and they have a really funny TikTok page <laughs> where they use those <laughs> monsters and just do stupid memes. So it's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, and I have some uh, a favorites. Everybody has their favorites, but I'm I'm super stoked. I'm excited. But yeah, I you know w once again we're going to talk about rankings in just a little bit. But this one is very much a wait and see for me personally, and I feel like a lot of that is not due to any dislike or anything like that. Even though I do think it would be pretty easy to see this as the quote-unquote corporate tie-in zone um which supposedly nbc does have a stake in this so you know you want to promote what you own there's even a chucky pop-up that has happened on the bridge to san francisco in between uh springfield and san fran um so 
you know, take that with what you will. But Crypt TV, I will say I'm kind of excited that this is something that is not going to be a big party zone this year. If you're going to put a scare zone back there, doing something a little bit more low key with it being such a choke point, Mm -hmm. I think is a big thing. And I'm kind of grateful that it's not like a big hyped up party zone like it was last year. Yeah. It'll be kind of low key. I really hope that the, I don't know if you've been to the park recently, there's a big food truck out there. Yeah. I kind of hope that's not there. When the, event starts because that'll be chaos with that bar and that food truck plus a scare zone plus Richter's plus the exit of Fast and Furious it's going to be chaos so I hope that food truck is in there I hope it's open just to piss you off <laughs> and they <laughs> strictly serve <laughs> they strictly serve twisted taters just That's to make right. me mad <laughs> no no they they're that that food truck is bringing back the pizza with the hot dog in it wiener hot dog pizza forever oh fucking i'm so sad hell. i never got to try that <laughs> same here it was my white whale every fucking year yeah. <laughs> quinn's gonna show it. up his one night dressed as ahab and just be like where can i find <laughs> the fucking wiener hot dog it was here it. it was here five years ago in the tomb of the ancients queue and now it's gone <laughs> It was in the weirdest. It wasn't even the queue. It was in the exit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Yep. I think our resident Kenny Marcellus did actually try it. I'm going to have to hit him up and see what he could tell us. The only person, well, first person, because I had it once he told me where it was. The first person even remotely related to news as Lou from a couple other shows was the first to find it. And he's a freaking vegetarian. (laughs) So he, I'll tell that story quick. He bought it. And then his girlfriend's like, hot dog, hot dog. And she's like, what? There's a hot dog in the crust. So then he tried to return it, and the guy had no idea how to do it. So they ended up selling it to the next guy in line. He's like, you want this? You know, and he just gave him the money for it, and the guy walked off. Well, if there's anything we're going to manifest to return this year, it's going to be the pizza dog. (laughs) And it'll be $12 a slice, and you guys will pay for it. Yep. Let's do pizza fries, but it's a pizza with fries on the top of it. See, I could do that. Yeah. With like cheese you know. sauce. Yeah, no, just just uh oh, just bake the cheese that. on top of it. In fact, it could be like a poutine pizza. That'd be <gasps> all right. Don't do that oh. to me. That sounds amazing. <laughs> would, I know, that right? called, would that be called what would that be called? Poutine? Thank you. That's it. There it is. Or pizza. Uh, isn't yeah. that isn't that Poutita. what uh, if, if if they don't have it, I'm having it at the Halloween party. Putiza, you know it's a good night <laughs> when you go out and get some putiza. <laughs> um, hey, Quint, I got a question yeah. for you. All right, you know uh, you know what's going to happen when you finally get a bite of that wiener hot dog putiza. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to seek and destroy your insides. So uh, our next scary zone. <laughs> oh God. Seek and destroy coming to New York. A ruthless alien cyber regime led by the controller has taken over New York, turning humans into fuel. Succumb or be destroyed. I got to be honest with you guys. I have a lot of hope for this one, actually. Mm -hmm. And I feel like maybe I'm setting myself up for failure just because the New York zone objectively has not been one of the, the top tier zones since 25 i know some people like survivor die the purge was just fine however 25 
really was the the last major hoorah for New York. And I, yeah. I really hope this is a return to form. Aliens in New York with that giant Andros-looking motherfucker from Star Fox in the background. <laughs> um, I'm I'm all about it. I really hope it rocks. Matt, you're a sci-fi guy. Where are you sitting on this one? Um, see, that's... I guess it's in the middle because there's a couple that I are super looking forward. This is always yeah. strange, and this is this is this is always like the curse of the scare zones. It's always like there's four that I really can't decide, or maybe I take it back. There's like a one, and then there's a five, and then there's other three. It's like I don't know. So I'll say it's in that middle group, and I'm going to say that two more times. So that's my lame answer, but it sounds cool, and it's it's. Um, <laughs> it, I'm going to go back to my fallback phrase. I'm anxious for this. Can I just put that as a blanket <laughs> statement for everything so I have to stop saying it? Just press yeah. a button. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, Get a soundboard already. <laughs> Shelby, what do you think? Zombie kill of the week? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, well, I'm excited for this one. If uh, we ever get to our hype list, this is... Uh, this is up if there. we ever get there we got three hours yeah let's, let's keep it <laughs> it's up there it's so even just like the theming up on the walls and stuff or the buildings that we can see already it get it's i'm already yeah i'm already hyped because it's just creating a story without even having any like characters there like yeah. the the what is it the controller yeah uh like demands your obedience or demands you to obey all that stuff it's it's so neat and i'm like ooh, i want to know who the controller is i want to know what's going on i want to know what's happened to people i want to see the victims i'm excited <laughs> love me a good it. sub and dom relationship for sure oh. um quinn <laughs> so during your time going to hhn you got to see a really cool scare zone called acid assault Shit, dude, I was just going to say that this is like channeling acid assault vibes for me. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. That's twice you and I have done that tonight, and it's um, (laughs) kind of creeping me out early. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, this is looking looking like a return to what I really liked about New York Scare Zones um, in the past. And um, I'm, I'm hoping that they can do two things and that's, that's, they can, they can stay on the story and tell a really good story. Um, and, and, you know, have a whole bunch of sideshows and, and stuff like that. Not even really sideshows, but just like, like, uh, um, groups of characters that have a theme going on and that kind of stuff that they've done really, really well. And the second thing is like, I, I hope they can populate this scare zone well mm-hmm. enough because one of the things that suffered in this scare zone in, in the last few years was like just not enough characters and, uh, and it just didn't really feel like a scare zone. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, I think if they can get those two things, I think this theming is amazing. I love the red red coloring that, that's going on with this, the red and black, because, well, it's red and black. It's my favorite two colors. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think this, this has a lot of potential. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm also really curious great. to see what the alien designs are going to be like. Yeah. Yeah, it makes me wonder if they're going to go a little bit more 50s space age inspired like they did for Invasion or if they're going to be a little bit more grisly and kind of gross looking. Because obviously it's going to be a mixture of aliens and it's going to be 
people probably in jumpsuits who have been enslaved by the enslaver, which what I think is interesting is it does say alien cyber regime. So we're kind of looking at that cyberpunk aesthetic mixed with the extraterrestrial side. Yeah, I think um, I don't think that they're going to go the 50s, 60s aliens on this one. I think everything looks like really, really um, modern. Like all of the imagery is looking really modern and really futuristic sort of thing. So I I don't think it's going to be that. I think it's going to be something more more modern. And this gives me like Blade Runner, Logan's vibes. And I think the cyber regime thing leads me to believe like like technologically enhanced. Um, aliens. Yeah. So it'll be fun. Yeah. A lot of create. Yeah. I mean, it gives the creative team for this, like a lot of, of leeway to do a lot of fun stuff. It makes me wonder about the controller. Like, is that a projection? Yeah. Is it going to be up high? Is it going to be a puppet? Is it going to be a character? Like there's so many different ways they could do that. And I'm just excited to see what it is. Yep. Oh, I'm thinking like that that head with the red eyes is going to be projected on on mm. onto the the, the uh, buildings like they do the building projections. I yeah. bet you any money that that head's going to be projected up there. That'd be cool. I can dig that. I'm excited to see whatever that. they do on that stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, so yeah, can- I'm hoping they just process humans and turn them into fuel. <laughs> I mean, that would be just fine by me. Yeah, steampunk, but with an alien edge. So, carrying on our little tour around the park, we're going to end up over in 30 Years, 30 Fears, which is an avenue of the stars. We know this is where this is because you cannot miss it if you go into Universal Studios right now. They've had the banners up for a couple of, well, you know, a little over a week now, if not two weeks. And it just says the monsters you've most dreaded from the past Halloween Horror Nights have taken over the streets. They're back in your history. So is this Matt? Does that tell you? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Are you anxious for that? Matt, from that description, do you think this is an icon zone or is this going to be creatures from all over the park? I think it's going to be, um, a 20, was it 20? Yeah. 25 ramped up even more. I think we're going to have the icons, front and center or or front and centered on different stages and get the some of the other icons that aren't on stage and get some of the greatest designs throughout the year which is they kind of did those it was more icon focused in 25 with some of that but i think it's going to be an all out here's some of the best stuff we did in over all these years totally i could totally dig that and i think that just doing something because right next door you have the likes camera action, which we're going to talk about in just a second, which is very much going to be a throwback zone with those creatures. And I think that's why I'm so curious. Like what do you do to differentiate this, these two, Mm -hmm. but this is by far the most elaborate, or at least from the, the appearance of things, this is the most elaborate Avenue of the star zone that we've gotten yet. Yeah, I think so too, especially with like the high trusses and stuff like that. Unless you include like, what was it? The 2008 uh, Scary Tales? Was it Scary Tales? The Wizard of Oz one where you had the people flying overhead? Matt and Quinn. Oh, that was, I don't think that was Scary Tales. It was, um, oh, now you got me. I know it's at the tip of my tongue. I don't want to Google it. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Uh, I don't want to seem like a fake fan. Oh, Um, (laughs) really? 
It's Path yeah. of the Wicked. I looked it up Thank because you. I don't need to remember everything to prove <laughs> that I love the event. Yeah. Oh, I remember the year, though. I was right on the year. What year did you say um, it was? 2008. 2008. Okay. I was really yeah. hoping you were wrong. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> uh, but yeah, they had the people flying overhead and like the giant tower with the witch in it. So like that, I feel like that's maybe the biggest they've gone in the avenue. And now that I actually see it for at least me and Hunter or something that big in that area. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest I've seen was that giant melty candle thing in 24 for Masquerade. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, this is one where, you know, I've been championing the Avenue of the Star Zone for a little while now. I hope this zone just kicks all sorts of butt because the Harvest, pretty underappreciated zone when you go yeah. back and look at its year. And then an arcade, obviously that had a lot more fans, but that really proved you could do something special there. And I just hope this like completely knocks people's, people's socks off and most importantly, sets the mood for the event. Yeah, I mean, this is the selfie scare zone, right? This is big time selfie scare zone. And I, I can't think of a better excuse to do a scare zone like this. I mean, it's it's no secret. They're not my favorite ones where they just kind of like throw in a bunch of characters and, and you, there's there's no real story around them. There's no real anything around them. That Those are just mm-hmm. not my, my favorite zones. But I can't think like an anniversary year of 30 years. I can't think of a better reason to do one. And to do this type of one with with all of the characters from from past Halloween Horror Nights, I think it's going to be cool. And I think you're right; it's going to introduce people to the event and, and set a good mood. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's keep on moving on because we are going to end up in kind of something that came out of nowhere and completely knocked our socks off. Just from you know, maybe a slight teaser for our ranking that we're going to get to in a little bit. But lights, camera, action, yeah. Eddie's revenge. Get ready for the feel bad movie of the year, Eddie. Schm- just pretend. Um, what's uh, what, what's that Sister Hazel song that was used in every '90s rom com? Just pretend that's playing over the back as I'm saying this. How to say what it is I see. You know. Uh, Anyways, get ready for the feel bad movie of the year. Eddie Schmidt, Jack the Clown's brother, is filming a horror film and the monsters are real. I like how they fit that in, where it's like Jack's brother, he can never escape Jack's shadow. (laughs) And I think that's so funny. But this is our compilation zone for the year. You know, we've been talking about. You know, what is going to be the throwback zone? They love doing these zones that feature, you know, some of their best creations. And the fact that they're like, hey, we're, we're not only going to do that. We're going to tie it in to a little remembered zone from a couple years back with Haction and throw Eddie into it. That's pretty fun. Now, Matt, tell me about why you're anxious about this one. Oh, this one. <laughs> it, yeah, you said it. It, it was it was a it was we were thrown a pretty huge surprise with that and just the idea everything about it i love the eddie getting a focused attraction this year the the summary they spelled out and it's it's just enough and not too much that i can't freaking wait this, this is this is my number one by i've actually pretty much a long shot I, I know i say that two three and four are always in a fight but really none of them are coming close to this for me for for what i want to see yeah yeah 
I mean, this did have the, from the zone of lights, camera, action that happened during HHN 19, that did feature prominently the chainsaw drill team. I feel like that is, you know, a natural shoe in to fit something over here. And then we've already seen some of the sets of some returning properties like VAM 55, Invasion, Mm -hmm. uh, and this kind of totally lines up with that really weird scare zone shirt that we saw last year. Not entirely, but things are starting to click together a little bit. Shelby with, (laughs) with Eddie getting a chance to shine in a zone this year, you got to be pretty excited about that. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm like, I I've said it on previous podcasts, how 25 was the year I started to appreciate horror nights more, like at least the history parts. So, seeing Eddie in the scare zone was just like, Oh, that's cool. Now I'm like, Oh shit. I get to see Eddie again. And I know who he is. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> and someone posted the, the band 55 mural, which I absolutely love. Cause it looks like someone's like high school cut out like wall where they cut out pictures of a magazine and put it up on their wall, which I think is perfect. Um, someone posted that and was like, Oh my God, I think this event is made for Shelby. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my God, it is. <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I don't know exactly what's all going to be in there. I, I know for sure we're at least getting yeah, 55 and invasion, but it, Oh God. I this believe we got like, a peek at treaks and foons as well. Oh yeah, that's like, right. That's that one too. Um, yeah. Those guys are hard to draw. Um, <laughs> those guys are it, hard to describe. I keep yeah. saying I'm so ex- like my my thing. I, I keep saying I'm excited. Matt, keeps are you anxious for it? Yeah, because <laughs> I can but relate. I am, I'm so how about I'm hyped. I'm I'm hyped. I'm stoked. So I basically everything besides like a couple of the houses. I'm just I'm ready. I'm I'm ready. <laughs> so the real question is, who's going to direct this movie? Eddie, wouldn't he? I feel like Eddie is the director. Of I see what you're around. saying. No uh, yeah. No, I see. I'm thinking Eddie's the star and the director's going to direct. I don't think so. I, I, I that yeah. was my initial thought too. when I saw, cause they've used that, that turn of phrase for the director before, but the whole Eddie thing from the get go was him filming a horror movie in his trailer mm. park and getting burned alive. I think this is like, I think this is the re right. introduction, the reboot of Eddie alone. I don't think they're going to share the spotlight with someone else for this. Oh, well that's good then. <laughs> good <Yeah>. for him. <laughs> We've got one last zone continuing our little tour around the park and we're going to end up in the deep dark forest of Gorewood forest. 16 years after the gory sacrifices of Terra Cruentes, the heartless Terra queen is back. Evil is in her nature. I got to say this. I noticed this while putting the notes together. The, they're acknowledging that it's 16 years instead of 15 yeah. years. It <laughs> makes me wonder because I feel like they could have just done it and got away with it. Right. I, it makes me I wonder if she's going to acknowledge it in some sort of capacity where she's like, ah, y'all fuck shit up too bad last year. Yeah. We, uh, we had to give you a year to get your shit yeah. together. <laughs> I am. This is. I am so looking forward to this. Yeah, I mean, you have said so many times this is the thing that if you could go back and do a thing, this would be the yeah. thing. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my wayback machine. This is really fucking high on my wayback machine list. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm 
really, really envious that I did not get to see this the first time around. And I think this has just been ripe to be tapped again for so many, so many years. And now it's going to be back and it's going to be fucking cool. And it's in my favorite scare zone location. So that's, that's even better. That's the Are thing you- that actually not worries me, but kind of uh, is a bit, a little bit of a downer for me is that where it is, Mainly because of the whole bone choppers thing. There's no fucking uh, way they can run the bone choppers up and down that, that strip. Yeah. However, yeah. hear me out. No. What if they do it outside of the esoteric gates? I, yeah, that's else? what I, I, I was going to say. Ooh. On either side, at the entrance or the exit or both, they could they could do that. So there is hope. There, hope is alive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, you have the cops out there doing wheelies during Mardi Gras. Yeah. So yep. we can, we can get the terror queen out there. Yep. Oh I, yeah. I think yeah, I would just love, I, I mean, I would, how would you, how, how awesome would it be just to see one rip down that scare zone, but there's always a billion people <laughs> in it. It's just not going to happen. I mean, they could do it. Maybe somebody will go rogue. I mean, I hope <laughs> I'm not there during the time, but maybe somebody really gets into their role. <laughs> Matt, I've got to ask you though, does, does the fact that it, they're tying it into the Terra Queen, does it forgive the fact that we're probably not getting the pumpkins in the trees this year? Oh, I, I didn't even think of that. And I was actually kind of, it's funny that I didn't think that we're not getting the pumpkins. I was wondering what is going to be in the trees because it's not always pumpkins. Um, it, it's always a little lackluster when it's just light shot through the leaves. Although sometimes it can be cool, but I, I don't think they're going to do that. I think there's going to be something in it. And I was actually more, I never thought that, the pumpkins weren't going to be there. I immediately thought what's going to be there. So I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Based on some yeah. of the imagery here, skulls, skulls, sure. skulls, yeah. skulls, skulls with light and we lights know, in them or something. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, we know they had the, the green skulls the one year. Um, so they can probably just change the lights in them to red or orange or mm-hmm. whatever the color they're, they're going for here and, and hang up some skulls. Yeah. Shelby, really, our first chance to come in contact with the the world of Terra Cruentes. How are you feeling about this one? Um, would it be a surprise if I said I was excited? <laughs> um, maybe a little bit, but I wouldn't well, be. Uh, I, I wouldn't hold it to you if you uh, <laughs> said that you were extremely excited. <laughs> um, no, I'm just. It looks so different from what they had previously with Terra Queen. Like with that giant set piece at the front with the horns coming out of that weird, what looks like a tree bark thing, sort of body horror-esque, like I, it, or fleshy. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of the words to describe it, um, but it looks very out of this world and hellish. That's a good way of putting it. Um, yeah. And it looks like it's almost like Terra Queen, like her domain. Her domain is the Gorewood Forest, isn't it? Like, yep. It, yeah. So it it's cool to to see that and to actually experience Terra Queen for the first time. Sorry, my voice keeps cracking. <clears throat> uh, uh, to actually see her for the first time. Hopefully, maybe she'll be like up on a hill, or her her bike will be somewhere, like on display. Um. Maybe she's up on that stage that just got revealed and is like ushering people into the zone. Um, I'm just, I want to see her in all of her Terra Queen glory. 
I think that's as good of a description as we could possibly <laughs> ask for because I'm, I'm totally right there with you. Well, let's, oh, going ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say some intense lesbian energy in that zone. Oh, always. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. Trick or treat, lesbian energy. Vikings oh, undead, yeah. lesbian, lesbian energy. energy. Yeah, it never Anything ends. is lesbian Twisted energy if you try hard enough. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, speaking of lesbian energy, we are going to move into the houses. I don't know what that transition is, Shelby. <laughs> the enjoy. Bride of Frankenstein? <laughs> yeah, well, we've already, we've already had that, that announced, but yeah, you're, you're pretty much right on that one. Instead, we are going to pop in all the way back at the Men in Black tent and talk about Welcome to Scary, Horror in the Heartland. The town placed a sign at the entrance to Cary, Ohio, saying it's a nice place to live. Unfortunately, nobody lives here very long. No one escapes from Cary where bad things just happen and new terrors rain down year after year. If a claws bites, feats on blood, or just likes to rip people to shreds, it somehow finds its way to carry. Experience an endless parade of unimaginable terrors from horrifying creatures to bloodthirsty maniacs. And you can scream all you want in carry, but everybody's too busy doing their own screaming to pay much notice. The second anniversary house this year, I feel like you could call it after HHN icons captured. Carrie making its big debut and its first ever uh, compilation house as far as strictly being focused on the town. This has a ton of potential. We visited Carrie and its related material several times now. And just looking at the pretty legendary status of the houses that have been featured there with this presumably taking a room from each one of those. I really have high hopes for this one. I think it's going to be something really cool. And if anything, we saw how great a location the MIB tent could be, especially Mm -hmm. last year with House of a Thousand Corpses. So, Quint, where are you on this one? Um, I don't even know in my hype list where I'm on this one, but I agree. This one has tons of potential. Carrie has been woven through the HHN lore and, and stories for decades and this is this is just yeah there's so much they can pull from here and there's so many things that they can put into this that i it'd be hard to fuck up i guess is is really where it's at for this one um i think this is going to be stunning matt so what are you most hoping for in this out of all the carry properties that we've dived into you know over the last 30 years I'm actually hoping and kind of expecting it not to be a a reproduction of rooms of the past. I'm I'm thinking it's going to be a version of the town where all these stories have taken place. I'm not sure how to describe what I want, but I hope that's coming through. It's like we've we've had this particular story from Carrie. We've had this story from Carrie. Now here's Carrie mm-hmm. as a whole, and all these stories exist in it. So instead of having a room. That's from one story and a room from another. You kind of get just a spooky town where all these things are happening right now. Yeah, that's that's kind of the vibe I get from this one too. Like I don't, I, really I think cool they cool idea. I think they've got a story here because I don't think they wouldn't. I don't think they'd use Carrie without a good story behind it. Because yeah. that's that's just 
uh, it would be really weird for them to do that. Like it has to have a good story. And I think there's going to be, there's going to be um, nods to all of the other properties that, that we're talking about, but I think they're going to be more nods to the properties than actual ripped out rooms. Huh? I think this is going to be a compilation. <laughs> I just feel it's going to be a compilation house, but <laughs> I actually really like y'all's idea, but I just think with icons being an original story and the third and the, and the third anniversary house, if you want to call that with legendary truth, I think this is the compilation house this year. You know, they love to do them. I mean, in 20 and 25, we had representation of that. And honestly, like I said, I actually kind of prefer what you guys are saying, but I feel like this is going to be revisit these iconic locations that you remember so fondly from our last however many years using Carrie. I respect your wrong opinion. (laughs) I guess we'll find out soon enough. Money on the table. Let's go. Oh, you don't want to bet money on that. (laughs) (laughs) But... I mean, just from looking at it, I mean, we can kind of expect it sounds like Leave it to Cleaver, Hive, Dead End. They're probably going to throw the spawning in there, HR, Blood and Guts. Like, mm-hmm. there's so much for them to pull from. And I just... Maybe some schoolhouse. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I've already brought it up. So let's talk about it. The shortest blurb out of all these houses goes to Case Files on Earth, Legendary oh. Truth, Follow the trail of a private eye as an investigation into the supernatural leads you into a dark world of ghouls and terrifying creatures. Of course, this is the adventures of one and only Mr. Boris Schuster. And um, I know that means the world to somebody on here. But of course, (laughs) this was the house that replaced the oft-rumored slash confirmed Billie Eilish house from last year that did not end up returning. It was rumored to be Creepshow. It was rumored to be Halloween 3. And actually, it ended up being none of the above. It ended up being a legendary truth house. So... (laughs) This is the one that kind of completely caught people off guard. Yeah. I, I'm surprised at how long it ta- it honestly stayed uh, a secret in the community because what uh, we're we're not uh, <laughs> at least with like the mainstream community. Okay, because I was gonna yeah. say, wait a minute. Yeah, um, <laughs> like people weren't talking about it on social media or the forums. It kind of just stayed in the underbelly of the horror nights community, where it was like a, a inkling of like that it might not be you know, Billie Eilish, it might not be Halloween. It might not be, what was the other rumor? Uh, cri- uh, Creep, Creep show. show. Um, yeah. It might be something legendary truth. And you never saw anybody talk about it. And usually that HN nightmares speculation map has something accurate and it stayed as Halloween three and creep show for the longest time. So uh, I'm just surprised at how long that stayed a secret for so long. Um, yeah. And then it wasn't a secret. It, HN Nightmares wound up with something legendary truth on their map, and we're like, ooh, maybe it's true. So I'm But you know what's interesting is when this was Billie Eilish, legendary truth was on the speculation map. That's and it obviously it wasn't happening then. Yeah. And then when I wonder if somebody said people are really reacting to this legendary truth idea. I, and then they decide to, to throw it in there. I'm going to put this out there. I 1000% manifested this house. <laughs> um, no, I've been drawing Boris Schuster since like 2018. 
and he has never had any sort of like image behind him. Um, and I'm just excited to actually see something that will look like a hard boiled 1940s detective, 1950s detective, all of film noir, which uh, holds a special place in my heart. So I am you the noise that i made when i found out that this was a real house you, you i can't even replicate it it just sounded like a dying dog matt and i have joked you know a couple times about legendary truth and we're just like this could be the first thing of legendary truth that's actually really cool <laughs> and that's like mostly in jest because you do have stuff um like dead end but yeah i just this one kind of came out of nowhere and knocked people on on their ass and i'm excited to see it and Matt, there's a rumor that a yeti is in this house from looking at the concept Ooh. art i'm going to remain silent on this subject you're not anxious <laughs> um sure I'm anxious. I'll, I'll go with that because I, I don't want to lose any friends tonight. <laughs> there we go. Jeez. <laughs> wow. We'll, we'll talk do. about it during our rankings. I feel <laughs> going ahead. Quint. I do find it really interesting that um, the shadow in the, uh, in the picture is very Cthulhu-esque. Yeah, the tentacles. Um, looking, yeah. yeah. That, that's and another is, reason why I'm so excited. <laughs> exactly. And this is something where we haven't really ever... I don't say, I won't say ever, but, but we haven't seen a lot of really Lovecraftian Mm-mm. stuff at horror nights at all. And, and with this whole thing I've been fighting for forever is. Yeah. And with all this noir stuff in, in this one, we, there, there's a potential. Yeah. There's a potential for some, some interesting stuff here. I think this is going to be, it's either going to be like a really gorgeous, set piece house that is just knocking everyone's socks off or it's just going to fail miserably is the way I feel for this one. (laughs) Like it's, it's, it's going to be either knock it out of the park or it's just going to be like, well, they tried that. (laughs) Yeah. It's the former. (laughs) They have put up pretty great houses and even a shorter time span than what they've had to work with this. And that's with, even the oh, yeah. whole event, you know, this is the one that had to go up from the, the ground up. So, you know, it is one of those things. I really hope it comes together. And especially if they can find some clever way to frame the whole thing, it's going to be, it's going to be cool. I I'm optimistic. This one is, um, lower on my ranking so far. And that's just because we're going to talk about this a little bit later on. That's just because there's so much good stuff to talk about. Yeah. Well, let's fast forward over to the Wicked Growth realm of the pumpkin. <laughs> was that good? You guys like that? I didn't like that. The Wicked Growth <laughs> realm of the pumpkin. I thought it was uh, An evil rot has taken root in the land. It's time once again for the rise of the pumpkin lord who grows Halloween like a malignant vine. His minions are scouring the countryside, collecting unwilling sacrifices in order to summon the pumpkin Lord, the closer to Halloween, the more people practice the traditions, the greater the powers of the pumpkin Lord grow as the pumpkins grow ever bigger. Your fear grows ever greater and your odds of escape grow smaller from the cemetery to the forest. There's no breaking free from the tenacious vines of the merciless pumpkin Lord. I'm going to say this, this house is way more fantastical sounding than I initially expected it to be. 
I sort of expected this to be something along the lines of Scarecrow, a la just in a pumpkin patch slash an abandoned farm. And the fact that it is relying in on Halloween tropes has me really excited for this one. Uh, just because that is my thing. I love traditional Halloween. And if there was ever any doubt about this one being the the tip top of my list, this pretty much cemented it. I mm. could not be more excited for this. Yeah, I mean, you and I are always uh, in agreement on those. I, lo- I love the traditional Halloween ones as well. And so, yeah, this one, this one definitely made it high on my list. It's just, uh, you know, pumpkins, evil, you know, just that, that whole you know, foresty growing thing where, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it always just, to me, it's like the, it always invokes like the, the old Ichabod crane, um, Disney thing. It's just, you know, that, that whole Halloween vibe is just mm-hmm. there. Um, and so I think this is just going to channel on that. Yeah. 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 Lots of oranges and greens and beautiful lighting and, yeah, the color palettes are going to be fun. Yep. Yeah, I think this is going to be the, I don't think it's any question, it's the Halloween house, which has been a nice tradition the past couple of years, too. Yeah. However, one thing that has me really excited for this one is just its location. It is so, you know, in that close quarters tent back there. This one is going to be really cool. Um, and especially after seeing what they can do with big sets and then small sets with uh i feel like nightingales really pulled that off very effectively last year Mm -hmm. this and puppet theater i think are really gonna pull off more than just being the confined close quarters houses while having a huge element of that there's going to be some really impressive stuff inside these tents as well yes agreed there's usually the scariest stuff comes out of the tents true yeah I do think this is going to be one of the scariest houses. Um, it's giving me like scarecrow vibes too. Yeah. We're going to break into that in just a bit. <laughs> and then finally, we've got one more puppet theater captive audience. And I, I promised you guys we'd come back to this. I don't want to dwell on it, but this was technically announced on October 27th of last year as the first house of HHN 30. Now, this point has been heavily debated, yes. <laughs> which is why I wanted to bring it up. I posted in our Shady Brook group as far as what do you guys consider it? We got uh, about 40 votes each. 36 people considered Beetlejuice the first announcement. 32 people considered Puppet Theater the first announcement. And then on Twitter... I asked the same question just to see what I could discover as far as where the general pulse was. And Beetlejuice with 48% of the vote and then 52% of the vote for Puppet Theater with almost 200 votes. So it's pretty much half and half for all intents and purposes, (laughs) which one was announced first. Shelby, you tried to pull the rug out from under me I earlier. Tried. <laughs> we need we need to talk about this because Shelby was like, no, it was bride and it was too fairy. And I said, no, no, no. That was the Halloween seasonal testing experience or whatever they wanted to call it. And we did, seriously, we did have that whole conversation about whether or not those houses were going to come back because yeah, they did I forgot. basically have a full seasonal run. However, 
I don't know. I'm going to say Puppet Theater was the first house announced for this year. It's the yeah. earliest one ever. But any, yeah. Open Scene, a creepy abandoned old theater from the early 1900s San Francisco. A puppeteer and a ballet troupe have been trapped there ever since, and they'd kill for an audience. Whether you're a puppet or a patron, that's your cue to scream. All the blood will drain from your face as you see the green room run red with blood. Your horror grows as you come upon grotesque living marionettes made from severed limbs. And if you manage to escape their gory puppetry, then you'll become part of their skeletal audience rotting in place. Puppet theater is one of those that I feel like maybe the hype got pulled out from underneath it just because it was announced so early yeah. and they didn't acknowledge it at all the whole season until right now. Can I, like, I think that's the big thing. Can I offer perhaps an alternative to this whole announcement discussion? Oh, maybe, it. maybe it's something new. Maybe it's not an announcement per se, and more of a seasonal preview because it was done in a very different way. It was first released on Peacock or maybe leaked on Peacock. That's up for debate. Then yes. announced on the blog. And it was a video that was both a little bit of the house and a little bit of behind the scenes. It's like 50, 50. Maybe we have a new category now. And it was posted on YouTube. Yeah. So, so maybe this is something like, new, completely new. And we don't have to discuss whether it was the first or not. And we can all agree that Hunter wasted his time putting those statistics together. <laughs> I mean, I'll accept that if we really need to, that's fine. Well, we don't need yes, to do we need to, but <laughs> no, no, we need to. <laughs> Sorry. I'm backing you up here, Matt. Okay. That's <laughs> old folkies got to stick together. Apparently. <laughs> Now, did any of you guys, before we recorded tonight, or have you watched it several times since, we have a lot of extremely good footage of this house. Mm -hmm. um, like, super in-depth. We have everything from sound triggers to scares. Did you guys go back and watch any of that before we recorded the, tonight or any time recently? No. <laughs> I've just had, nope. had time. <laughs> I watched it today, I it was there. just when I asked the question, but... Looking at this thing, this house is going to rock. Like, I can already tell. It's going to be so cool. I dig the aesthetic. And this is totally going to capitalize on top of that. You know that the Scary Tales market for HHN, people that love those really fantastical, gory stories, this is going to be that house this mm -hmm. year. Probably, it, it, I, at least it's even on with Revenge of the Two Fairy, which because you know a chunk of people have already seen that. I think this one is going to scratch that itch for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I, I this is pretty high on my hype list because I, I think just aesthetic alone and the creativity potential of it being puppet themed and with the theater setting. So it, this one's pretty high up there. I'm I'm pretty excited about this and anxious quint this next house which i'm i'm gonna introduce you but i want to read the description real quick because it was pretty high on your list and that is finally our last announcement revenge of the two fairy announced to be returning you're about to discover the sinister reality behind the seemingly innocent childhood tradition all children must give up their baby teeth to the goblin-esque two fairies or pay a gruesome price it's an eye for an eye a tooth for a tooth Step into an old manor house that has been swarmed by yellow-clawed fiends, dripping with blood, teeth, and gore. Grit your teeth as you see the evil fairies extract their tooth bounty by force while their victims struggle in vain. And hold in your screams or risk exposing your own teeth to the monstrous, grasping claws 
like I said, Quint, not to spoil it, but this one was pretty high on your list. As someone who did not get a chance to see anything from HHN Light last year, it sounds like you're pretty into this one. I um I honestly love taking fairy tales and and uh, or not even fairy tales, but just like like um, old old wives tales and and those types of things with beneficial fairies and beneficial magical creatures and flipping them on their on their head and just kind of you know making them what they should be, which is like these are fucking magical demon spawn from hell. I, I it's it's just kind of a, a genre that I or a, a yeah I guess a genre that I really really enjoy and I think this is going to be I, I haven't seen it I know a lot of people have but I think this is going to be fucking cool as hell. <laughs> it's like just, it is a really cool house and I think it's just one of those things where because you know a chunk of the fan base did get to see it last year it's showing up a little bit lower for people and I even posted sure. I wanted to do a quick little poll on Twitter where I was just like. F2 Fairy, you didn't get a chance to see it last year, where would it be on your list? And over half the people said it would be higher on my hype list if it wasn't something I've already seen. So that's very much... I'm in that exact same boat. Yeah. That's very much like a first world problem, right? Where it's like, oh, I've already seen (laughs) it. But I do think there's something to be said as far as just like there's something to be said for this house is going to play completely differently at 10 p.m. during an HHN night than it would at, you know, 10.30 in the morning when, when oh, you go into Universal, sure. you know. But I think but, that's that's true for Brides and, and even and Beetlejuice too, right? Like, like Oh, for sure. I, I, I don't think any of those mazes are, are going to play the same way in the, at night that they play during the day. Yeah, people got to see them and they they got the whole the the fun out of it and all that stuff. Mm. But it, they also didn't have the environment going in. There were no scare zones. There was no environment. There was no like there was just none of that shit that makes HHN so special. It was just kind of like I'm standing in line for a ride and then I go in and it's it's a horror ride. But you know that that's kind of the deal. I think this. I, I think both all three of those are going to be a different experience for everyone that got to see them last year. Even. Yeah. Yeah. I really do. I think so too. It'll be the same mm-hmm. house, but I think we'll see added things like, um, Which more actors, yeah. maybe no masks. If we maybe we'll, I don't know with Delta and stuff. We'll see. Um, I don't know. I, I just think even just like, like I said, with the environmental change, it'll be a different vibe going through that house. Yeah, You'll have a sure. totally different experience. For, for sure. sure. Now, Matt, you know, this one was, you know, this this is one that you only got to see a couple of times, but you did get a chance to see it. However, it does not have the advantage that Bride does where Bride was very high and this was, you know, towards the lower part. Is that pretty much just because you love the Universal Monsters IP so much? It's a lot of things. Um, it, it, I've, it's a, a big thing is that I've that I've seen it now. The difference between brides and and tooth fairies, I think, and this is they're both good, but I think brides is so much better in a subject matter I love more that it that is going to be on the top of the list regardless. Um, yeah, there's I mean, there's no there, there, it's not, putting it low on my list is not saying I don't like it. It's just it's my hype list. 
I've seen it. I remember a lot of it. We were allowed to film it. I watched the video of that several times on my phone showing it to friends. I probably have actually seen the details of that more than Bride. It, it's, but it's yeah. it's not saying I don't want to see it. It's it's a hype list. It's low on my hype, but I'll be excited to go through it again. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is, I'm so glad you said that because that is something that's going to come up. And this year, we're going to talk about this. We're about to take a quick break, but we'll break it down. And just this year is so exceptionally strong from the looks of it. Like mm-hmm. there really is, if HHN Light did not happen last year, I think lists would be a lot more varied as mm-hmm. far as you know, what the, what, where bride would be, where tooth would be and where Beetlejuice would be. But, you know, we're grateful for that experience and we're glad we got to have them. However, it does kind of tilt the odds a little bit. That said, it looks like we have 10 bangers as far as houses are concerned. So there's really, you know, it's all Gucci baby. And that's what it is. (laughs) Oh my God. You did not just say that. Oh no. It's the truth. It's the truth. So I guess just this leads into our final little section before we take a quick break. And that's just how are we feeling about 30 is 30. Is this going to live up to the promise of being the best year since 21, since 23, however you want to judge it since 25, is this going to go down as one of those all timer years as far as projections are concerned? I think for me and Hunter, you could probably say the same thing. I'm now that I'm more of a super fan these days. I'm more excited for this than I ever was for 25. Yeah. So I, I'm just ready and also just ready for an event in general after missing last year. So I am so beyond hyped. We could get like three houses and a dude juggling the street and I still wouldn't care. <laughs> I just <laughs> yeah. want something. So I, I just, I'm ready. I am ready to see all my friends again. I'm ready to grab a beer with Matt at Duff. <laughs> I'm ready to grab Dufftoberfest and those blinky cups. Ooh, I saw Dufftoberfest is back already. It is. Yay. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, we'll ship you some in the cup. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll put some saran wrap over the top and just all wait right. for the best. I'll send you a bag of yeah. beer. but yeah i'm i'm fucking ready to put it in layman's terms (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah what about you quint uh uh, to the original question is this going to be like a better event than 21 25 20 you know whatever whatever your your highlight year was 17 Um, whatever it might be yeah yeah exactly um i don't know it has all of the potential to be that uh the one kind of thing that that i'm i'm not seeing here that that 25 had and and a couple of other years had was was like the uh the continuity of the event i guess you know like 25 was all about jack and and jack had a lot of pieces and jack had that show and and all that kind of stuff and i'm not really getting getting really a feel for for if they're going to have any sort of continuity flowing through and maybe that won't hurt it maybe maybe it'll be just fine without it but that's the only weakness that i see at all in this lineup yeah yeah what about you matt i think it certainly has the potential to be in the same league as those i don't think maybe maybe better is maybe i'm not letting myself say it's better so that 
expectations are are kind of restrained and and it will end up being better than my expectations are. But I don't think there's any doubt that's going to be on par with those. And it's twenty one's great, twenty five is great, seventeen is great. But I could also sit here and tell you what's better about each year than the the, the others. And I think thirty is going to one is all said and done going to be in that same discussion, which is doesn't maybe isn't sounding like high praise, but I'm I'm certainly meaning it to be. I do wonder if this year is going to get that boost of just all of our, I feel like this year is going to take two years to actually figure out at least a year gap to figure out where it actually is just because, you know, coming off such a big gap, we're going to have that bias where we're like, this is the greatest thing I've ever had. Like kissing the ground, like that, a sailor. That's a who's big just thing. Returned to land. That's a big thing yeah. too, is it, it's, it's, there's going to be, there's going to be double bias. There's always going to be recency bias with these things. There's also going to be, I guess a return bias having it back in our lives and and there's also the argument to make who gives a shit enjoy it and 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 move on and like not even move on just enjoy it for what it is and don't nitpick it and don't destroy it and don't overanalyze it just just love it and maybe that's the way to go into this for me and i think i just actually convinced myself of that right now (laughs) you did it (laughs) yeah you know i i agree with you there I, i i and that was part of the reason that, that when I was comparing, it's like, it's so hard to compare. Every year is so unique. Like it, it's, I, I know we wouldn't have a podcast. If we wouldn't be, well, I guess we would have a podcast if we weren't comparing them. We just talk about them individually. Yeah, we don't really compare that's what, them. Right. No, I think that's, that's kind of what it's all about is like every year is, is unique and individual and it's hard to rank and it's hard to, to, say what's better than the other just because there's yeah uh, they all have their their special pieces yes all right i guess that's just as good a spot as any to go ahead and we're going to take a break but that doesn't mean you all can take a break because what we have here is something very special we cannot be more excited to debut this on the catacombs of halloween horror nights but orlando pop punk band pangolin is doing a project called the family ghouls and we have the first ever single debut off of the family ghouls coming up for you right now gary and kenneth i'm gonna pass it on over to you guys tell the folks what they're in for and we'll see you all after bloodsucker Hey everybody, this is Gary. And this is Kenneth from Orlando's shittiest pop-punk band, Pangolin. We'd like to thank the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights for giving us a chance to give you a preview of our upcoming EP, Pangolin Presents The Family Ghouls. That's right, what you're about to hear is an exclusive preview just for Catacombs listeners. It's the first single off of the EP called Bloodsucker. This single comes out on August 20th, and then the full EP comes out on September 3rd. September 3rd? Isn't that the opening night of Halloween Horror Nights? That's right, Kenneth. So this is going to give everybody something to listen to during Stay and Scream. That's cool. Is there anything else that I should know about? Well, actually, <laughs> you should know about this because you're in the band, but this EP is part of also a show, a live show, that we're doing October 2nd at Will's Pub. Not just any live show. It's somewhere between a play and a pop punk show. It's live, it's scripted, costumes, makeup. And this EP uh, is five songs that we wrote just for this show. Yeah, it's for fans of Halloween Horror Nights and horror movies in general. And if you are into the classic Universal Monsters and Halloween Horror Nights history and just the Halloween Horror Nights fan community online, then there will be something in this show just for you. 
no matter which one of those categories you fit into. That's right. So check out all of our socials. We got links for tickets there. And we hope you enjoy the song. Here's Bloodsucker. We're right back from our break. We hope you guys loved hearing Bloodsucker. Once again, that's from our good friends Pangolin. Their upcoming Family Ghouls EP will be out opening night of HHN 30. That's September 3rd. And then you can also check out the live theatrical musical review experience on October 2nd. Thanks again, guys. We hope you all loved it. But now, the moment you've all been waiting for, we are going to talk about our HHN catacombs hype list. Everything all averaged together for each of us. Scare zones and houses. And then we are going to talk about you all and what you are most excited for as a community this year. So, starting things off with scare zones. Number five. (laughs) For the catacombs list, Matt, I don't know if you're going to see this one coming. Quint, I don't know if you're going to see this one coming. Shelby, Mm. I don't know if you're going to see this one coming because we all voted it in the bottom spot. Crypt TV (laughs) (laughs) showing up. Um, Yeah, Crypt TV, you've got a lot to prove, but right now, just not sure about you just yet. However, in the number four spot, 30 years. 30 fears. Pretty respectable. I feel like that's always where Avenue of the Stars ends up before we get a chance to see it. It's one of those zones where it has potential, but not too sure about it yet, right? Like, like we are just, we're an animal that's coming home from the shelter for the first time. We got to check things out. We got to see how things are. Two and three. We have a tie. 
And that is going to be Lights, Camera, Action, and Seek and Destroy in the two and three spot. Yeah. So... Not a huge surprise there. However, I well, it's a huge surprise that we had a tie. However, I'm not surprised that the ones in those spots are where they are because I feel like the obvious favorite was Gorewood. Hmm. I just think that was the one that had the potential to show up on this list as far as the number one. And I think it's just one of those things is the lists were divisive enough where I believe Gorewood was consistently number two on everybody's list where it was just able to be the final one, except for Quint. I believe for Quint, um, that was actually the top one on his. Yeah, I I had Gorewood at top one. Yeah. So there it is. That is the Catacombs hype list. Gorewood, Haction, Seek and Destroy, 30 Years, Crypt TV. Okay. We feel like that's. I feel like there's not as much of a conversation about the scare zone. We kind of yeah. just go. Nah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I put thirty years a bit higher, but that's just me. Yeah. Would you put lower then? Uh, what did I put lower? Hold on, let me go to my list. Uh, I put Gorewood a little bit lower just because nothing. The, no, I mean, what what was under thirty thirty? Uh, Gorewood. Really? Yeah. I Dang. I think because um. Just Central Park always gets way too crowded for me. I was just going to say location, mm-hmm. location, location. That is going yeah, to be my biggest yeah. problem with that one, too. Stay and enjoy that zone. Yep. Yeah. I get that, too. I mean, I, I get it for, you know, for lingering, loitering, but it is it just it's so beautiful that mm-hmm. it it does have that that advantage for it. Yeah. Now Sorry. comes the big boys. So. We're going to talk about houses right now. And now one thing I I feel like I didn't do a really good job of explaining this before scare zones where maybe I should. We don't know what each other rank things. Only I had the final list so I can (laughs) tally it together. So some of these are going to be a surprise for people. Some of them not. However, in the number 10 spot for the catacombs hype list, we actually have Beetlejuice, which I thought was interesting. Okay. In number 10. And I think it's just one of those things where it was consistently lower for all of us, where it just didn't quite crack the the uh, number nine spot. I thought for sure the number nine was going to be number 10. However, one of you voted the number nine option very, very high, and Beetlejuice was just pretty low. And I guess okay. I wanted to ask you guys, is that just because... Are you excited by the prospect of these theatrical haunted houses going through a movie? Or is it just Beetlejuice does not move the needle for you like it does um, for for other people? Why do you think Beetlejuice ended up in the number 10 spot? I'll let the other guys go first. (laughs) I'm happy to go first. I mean, uh, I watched Beetlejuice when it first came out. And it it was quirky and it was okay. But I, I, I never got the whole Beetlejuice hype. Um, it, it was, I, I never really thought it was that good of a movie. And so, um, yeah, just no real interest in seeing it as a haunted house. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. 
Yeah, you're breaking a couple of hearts out there right now. Oh, I know I am. And and you know what? You know, to the to the people that really like it, uh, that's fine. I like really terrible movies too. There's a couple of movies that I really like that are absolutely stinkers, but damn, they're fun. So you know, if that's somebody's damn, they're fun movie, I'm not going to take that away from them. It's just not not for me. Yeah. I feel like there was just enough where from the houses I got to see last year, you know, Beetlejuice, I only had to have one day with. However, both those houses have the scare factor, which I like having during Halloween Horror Nights. And Beetlejuice is a very fun dark ride style experience. However, I also personally do not have the attachment to Beetlejuice Mm -hmm. that I do with something like Ghostbusters. And that's why it ended up low for me personally. I think... um IP houses at this point don't end up being the scary and most fun houses. They're fine and, and really enjoyable and really good representations and immersive experiences, but for scares and for having an absolute blast, I think IPs have kind of run their course. I think they become experiences more than haunted houses. So that's why it's low on the list for me compared, especially with six originals. Yeah. I think for all of us, though, as like super fans, we're all more excited for the anniversary stuff than any sort of IP this year. Um, Doesn't matter if we're attached to the IP or not. Like, I mean, I really like Hill House as an IP, but I don't want it. It's not up on my list because there's so many other things that I want to see before. I mean, Texas Chainsaw is up on there, but I'm excited to I mean, we'll get to it, but I'll talk about it then. Uh, but yeah, I, I I kind of agree with Quint where it's not like my favorite movie ever. Um, and I never really got into it like a lot of people have, which again is fine because I'm not, I'm not going to yuck their yum. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I want to agree with that too. Yes. Yeah. But it, it's not my yum. <laughs> so. I get that. Yeah. And then the, I, I, yeah, I mean, I sound hypocritical because if there was ever a what we do in the shadows house, my tune would completely <laughs> change on IP. So, I mean, I guess maybe it's the it's also I mean, we don't oh, man. OK, I don't want to backtrack when I said Beetlejuice is also not as scary as a subject matter as, as potentially some of these other houses are, which is another reason it's on my list. So to kind of yeah. kind of smooth out the rough edge i took on the my take before that's that's another reason too which is good but i really liked it last year and that's that's a thing there's really not much except maybe one on this list of 10 that i'm not excited about in one way or another for different reasons yeah i guess you kind of nailed it a little bit there for me too because like i never found beetlejuice scary it was more macabre or, or taking taking the piss out of the macabre it was it was you know they were making fun of of a lot of the the that kind of stuff they weren't making they weren't making a scary movie so yeah yeah it's appealing to I, a certain demographic of people yeah. and and you know like like you said don't I'm not gonna yuck their young it's fine they can like it and I like really bad TV t- or really bad movies too trust me yeah. Well, no, not that. I'm not yelling with that because I'm not (laughs) trying to get thrown off a bridge here. Um, However, it is one of those things where, yeah, I just think it's brand connection isn't entirely there. But that's I'm so excited for people to see Beetlejuice. It is the classic 
quote unquote horror IP this year. So it does have that going for it. And I, we would be remiss not to mention Beetlejuice's importance, not only to universal, but just to HHN previously. So, you know, it's got a lot of fans and it's going to find its support. Um, it's not um, just high on our radar. So number nine is Revenge of the Two Fairy. Wow, and okay. we've already talked about this one. However, this one wow. was really this one was really boosted up by Quint because Quint did have it relatively higher on his list than he than the rest of it, us had it on ours. And that's just because I feel like the three of us here in Orlando, it is one of those we've already seen it, so let's mm-hmm. let's talk about the new stuff. Right, and that, that makes sense to me. Whether where where yeah, if you're if you're posting this as a, as strictly a hype list, yeah, if you've already seen it, been there, done that, I can get that. But um, yeah, but for me, you know, as we already discussed, uh, this one's this one's exciting for me. Yeah, yeah. So number eight, this one was only boosted by me. <laughs> this one was very high on my list. And pretty much bottom of the barrel for you three. <laughs> <laughs> now this is what I've so, been waiting to hear for two rounds, I think. Yeah. This is the Haunting of Hill House. So Haunting of Hill House is one of those that I am way more excited for you guys than I am. Or excuse me, than you. <laughs> I was like, uh, I, am way, <laughs> I am way more excited for it than I am. I am way more excited for this than, than you guys are. And we've talked a little bit about that, whether it's just the translation that you're worried about or not being familiar with the property as much. But I know that this is going to be the biggest wait and see out of all of us, mm-hmm. uh, to be perfectly honest. The only good thing so far that I've, I've gotten out of Hill house is, uh, that I got a wicked awesome dad joke out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So haunting of Hill house low for you guys. I, high for me. Like, I'm really high for me. Like top two for oh, me. Wow. Wow! Wow! I've I, I, that I wouldn't pay. Wouldn't have pegged. I've been watching it like I said I would to catch up, uh, to, to familiarize myself with it. I haven't finished it, and I probably won't. And it's not, it's not grabbing me, and it's not bad. Again, it's, I don't want to say. And, and again, anyone that's excited to see it, including you, Hunter, more power to you. That's great. I'm glad there's something there. I'm glad there's an audience for it, but I ain't it, and it's just not. Yeah. I mean, I. It, it, I also said this about us last year, and I actually really enjoyed us. It wasn't my top three, but I was I enjoyed it more than I expected. So was anything yeah. could happen. I totally get why you guys are apprehensive about it. I just think it's gonna be really good and um I have way more so this could be this could be a tale of two cities here. I have way more potential to be disappointed by this. Meanwhile, you guys have potential to for it to be a surprise hit. Yep. So it'll be interesting to have that discussion. But yeah, so number seven, this is one that was higher than expected. And I feel like that's just because of the community reaction of this one. And maybe we're just a little bit kinder to this particular property. But the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, once again, coming in at number seven, bottom half of the list. But I consider it a pretty decent spot, especially in consideration to where the the listeners put it. So Texas, um, or do we just all have a, a soft spot for our our lovely cannibal boy? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple yeah. reasons. Um, I really like 26 a lot, and I'm I'm eager to see the improvements on it. And you also you have to have a a classic horror movie 
franchise represented in a year like this too. So, and that's a good, that's a good one. Yeah. I, I said that that classic like horror IP this year was Beetlejuice and just like Ghostbusters was. However, like, this is the big one and it's just not in that spot because we have seen it a couple times before, but we haven't seen Leatherface that many times in the grand scheme of things, especially in comparison to Michael Myers. And I, I feel like this is going to be the one that, that people are kind of sleeping on um, this season. Like I really hope it comes out and um, it's just a hammer to the face for people. I I hope it really surprises people. (laughs) See what you did there. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, I, I, like Matt said, I enjoyed the, the, um, when they did it last time, I thought Mm -hmm. they knocked it out of the park. Then I think this is going into a bigger area this time. And so they're going to have some more space to do it even better justice. So yeah, this one, this one is, is, high on my well it wasn't high on my list but i'm still super excited for it yeah i'm excited to see it in the soundstage yeah yeah i think that's the biggest thing going into a soundstage location is going to be a huge boon for it i think matt you'll be pleased to know where this one ended up okay puppet theater captive audience this was really high up on your list number six didn't quite break the top five however I feel like this one kind of came in and it put up a good fight and it ended up in a good spot. Okay. <laughs> I'll take that. Uh, right in the middle of the pack, breaking the top five is scary horror in the heartland. I feel like this one makes sense, right? Like we're excited about the HHN history element. There's a couple different ways that they could go with this. And it just, um, it just makes sense. You know, the, this one has enough where it's like, oh, it's an original, but it's also something I know and I'm familiar with and it gives me those warm feelings. So scary. Number five. Now, this one, this was probably the biggest surprise for me on this entire thing. Okay. And that is because somebody swooped in and knocked this down a couple pegs. Oop. Probably me. Number four. HHN icons captured. <gasps> Who did this? Didn't break the top three, and that is I'm throwing him under the train right now. Quint, this was not low for you, but it was definitely lower. What is it about this one? I don't know, man. Um, I really just think this one is going to be, um, you know, uh. It's going to be the the YouTube version or, or the HHN version of like, you know, Jason's best kills on YouTube. And it's going to be the HHN version of like, you know, the, the all of your icons, best kills on, in one house sort of thing. And, and I don't feel like there's going to be a good story in this one. And that's why it I knocked it down. It's, it's just like I, I just don't see the story clicking and I don't see it being really cool. I hope it proves you wrong. <laughs> me too. I mean, there, there could be no happier person for this to prove me wrong because I think it would be awesome if they did, but I just don't see it right now. And that's why it's low on my hype list. Yeah. Now what is interesting and what might come as a surprise to those of you listening at home is that icons was actually in none of our number one spot. Yeah. Nope. No, it's- it was, it was up there and it would have made the top three, but like I said, Quint put it surprisingly low and it it kind of mixed things up. And that's why I kind of like doing these anonymous like hype lists just because we all have our reasons and it's more interesting to know where things are going to end up instead of our own individual lists. And 
I mean, you can figure out, you don't know the order yet, but you can figure out what's in the top three. And it, it was a huge surprise to me, uh, to be honest. So number three, this was the most divisive one for oh, us I know because Matt, you and I had it very low, uh, not very low, but we had it low, low, pretty, pretty low. <laughs> and then Shelby and Quinn actually had it very high up. And oh, that is, is case files. Oh yeah, I know. I had it very say it. It's, I had it very low. Have yeah, you had it very wrong. low. <laughs> I hope you eat your words. <laughs> do you do you want to rate your reasons now, Matt? Or are you still are you still claiming silence? It's not. It's definitely not. Let's get this out of the way because this is probably what would upset Shelby the most. It's not a the, anything against Boris Schuster. We talked about Boris Schuster at great length when we got to the whole bloody Mary story, cause he was integral to it. So I, I love the idea of the character too. I, I, I'll have to wait and see. I don't know what a gumshoe horror house looks like yet. And maybe it's more on me than anything else, but I'm just like, I love the fact that he's being featured in a house. I love that. I'm just not sure what I'm going to see. And maybe that's a good thing and mm-hmm. we'll see. We will see. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping for like a a Sin City type vibe to this house. Um, it, the movie Sin City was like awesomely noir, but really visceral. Um, <clears throat> you throw that in with some like monsters, and I think that would be an awesome vibe for for a really fun fun Halloween house. Agreed. <laughs> you all know my uh, stance on this one. Yeah. I've spoken about it. <laughs> Not surprised times. at all. Yeah. <laughs> However, I was surprised that this one, my note is very high for the catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights OG. And I'm talking about the Bride of Frankenstein lives, oh, making yeah. it to the top two. So, yeah, this was, a, uh, I mean, this was the highest position for. You and Quint, yep. Matt. Yep. I need to see it in its natural habitat, a real <laughs> night Halloween Horror Nights thing to see if it is my favorite house of all time. So <laughs> I need that answer this season pretty much more than anything. And I I, I mean, the, the top two were just kind of like, I, I don't know. Fuck uh, it. The only reason Bride made it is just because the last... Um, uh, Universal Monsters maze they did was so fucking amazing that yeah. this one is just like, you know, I love the Halloween stuff like we talked about. And I think Wicked Growth is going to be fucking amazing, but but man, Universal Monsters and the way that they did Universal Monsters, I'm in. Yeah. 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 I can't fault you on that at all. And honestly, the fact that this one had such a good showing as it did on Shelby and I's list, despite us walking through it literally (laughs) dozens of times, um, says a lot about the quality of that house. For me, I put like basically all of the houses that I haven't done higher on my list than the two that we did do. Um, I put Bride higher than Tooth Fairy because like Quint or not Quint, uh, Matt said, I do want to see it at its full potential because I want to see more of the scares and I want to see those actors without masks on hopefully if they have to wear masks, then (laughs) yes, then they have to wear masks. That's fine. But I would like to see real fangs, not real fangs. You know what I mean? Fangs on actors. Yeah, sure. 
Sure. And then finally, to the surprise of no one, this was in all of ours top two. It was either number one or it was number two, and that is Wicked Growth, Realm of the Pumpkin. And I feel like we've already talked about it in the sense of Halloween rules. And we're excited for Halloween and pumpkins and all those awesome fall things. And this is what that house is going to be. So, it, of course, it was going to end up very high. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, that one doesn't surprise me at all. In fact, the top two absolutely don't surprise me at all just because of talking to you guys for the last year. And uh, and then, of course, knowing what you like from Halloween. Yeah, the top two were kind of a given for me. The rest were pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. This was my number one, and this was y'all's number two, yeah. um, all three of you. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Well, so that is our list. Running on down, we have Wicked Growth, The Bride of Frankenstein Lives, Case Files, HHN Icons, Scary Ohio, Puppet Theater, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Haunting of Hill House, Revenge of the Two Fairy, and Beetlejuice. And once again, please don't take it personally if your favorite house was towards the bottom or the one you're most looking forward to. As we've said numerous times, this is a, going to be a kick-ass year, possibly one of the best years that we've ever had. Something has to come at the bottom when you're doing a list like this. We're still so excited to check it all out, and we hope you guys have the best time, too. All right, y'all, the moment you've all been waiting for, the listener slash community votes, over 200 of you, 11,382 total points allocated. Woo boy. All right, let's talk about scare zones. In the number five spot, Crypt TV. Number four, Seek and Destroy. Number three, 30 years, 30 fears. Number two, Gorewood. Hmm. And number one, revenge. yeah, Eddie's Revenge, yeah. Lights, Camera, Haction is out of over 200 of you. Haction definitely had the most votes. However, those top two were actually very close between Terra Queen and Eddie. I'm so happy. that's pretty cool. Happy to hear that. I'm comparing it to my list. I don't I don't hate that list. Right. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. Everybody seems to put Crypt TV at the bottom. <laughs> However, I will say eight of you crazy motherfuckers had Crypt TV in the first place. So I want to meet you and I want to know who you hardcore Crypt TV fans are. That's crazy. I love Crypt TV and that it's still wound up at the bottom of my list. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty insane. I will buy eight beers. Hey, some strong (laughs) beliefs out there. You know, I I really, really appreciate someone who's, you know, sticks to their guns and likes what they like. So, yeah, I will buy those people eight beers. One beer each. (laughs) let's that's a damn good thing to clarify i was like at the bottom of that (laughs) otherwise it would have cost me a lot of money (laughs) all right let's move on into houses this is you all's listener list as far as aggregated together number 10 any guesses Mm. i'm gonna hill house texas Revenge of the Two Fairy oh, in the number uh-huh. 10 spot. And then I also realized and that's probably in my head somewhere because I tallied this. So I actually knew the answer, but I didn't <laughs> realize I was recalling it. <laughs> yeah. And this is, once again, I did ask people, I was just like, hey, how many of y'all would it be higher for if you didn't see it during HHN Light or get a video or something like that? Yeah, I do think that is the case. However, because of that, 
regardless of whatever the reasoning, Revenge of the Two Fairy never ended up as somebody's number one pick. It ended up as high as somebody's number two pick, but never made it into the number one spot. Sorry, fairies. No, I can see that. I mean, it's a it's a strong to me. It's a strong house, but but yeah, as a number to to take a number one, you'd you'd really have to be into Dooth Fairy. Yeah, yeah. Number nine, Shelby, you were onto something because it's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, um, it is interesting. I I really feel like people are underselling this house. To be honest, I, I really hope it comes out and surprises them. And um, if you haven't. You know, the fan base has grown so dramatically even since 26, especially with 28 and 29. If you haven't experienced Leatherface in a haunted house, you're probably going to be knocked back a couple paces (laughs) when you finally get a chance because Leatherface is not a Michael Myers. He will tear you up as far as what you're thinking about. Um, I really yeah. think this is going to be like the House of a Thousand Corpses maze from from the from the other year. I hope so, because that was like way low on my hype list and ended up being way high on my awesome list. Yeah, I, I think it depends on a couple things. It depends on how different it is from the previous Texas houses, how much the cast brings it, and whether or not it's just a retelling of the movie or if it is that rumored kind of greatest hits that was expected. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Number eight, Bride of Frankenstein Lives. I'm sorry. Wow. What? The Bride of Frankenstein Lives at number yeah, eight. And this is this brings it up. This is the biggest gap between us and the listener voters is the Bride of Frankenstein, obviously. Well, right. I, I feel like Matt, you and I have um failed as <laughs> as podcast hosts and and you know educating our, our listening audience. I just, I, I feel like a failure. I really do. That's yeah. That's actually a surprise. I mean, I totally get it because most of our listeners are people that have experienced HHN light because it's, right. yeah. the, the casual Joe is not going to pick up a Halloween Horror Nights podcast, but even with that, I would expect that to be higher, but okay. That's what it I is. think a lot of people operated by the motive of, if I've already seen it, it's going to be lower, which makes Texas being lower even more of a surprise. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. However, at number seven, this was the most surprising placement I think we got from the listeners just because it was a uh, very limited house as far as people that got to see it. And of course, if you've heard that, you know, I'm talking about Beetlejuice. I really thought Beetlejuice was going to be higher Um for for people but at number seven i think that just speaks to the quality of the original houses this year and how excited people are for those bingo that and now now i'm even more mind blown that the bride is under beetlejuice that was just (laughs) that's weird yeah yeah i think it could be one of those things where even people that didn't get a chance to see beetlejuice were maybe not the biggest fan of ghostbusters last year and really have to have a chance to check it out to see what they think about it. But something we didn't get a chance to talk about is Beetlejuice is going to provide such a really nice counterpoint to all these other houses this year in context of the full event that it'll be interesting to see where it ends up on our personal list at the end of the event, just because of how different it is from everything else. That makes sense. Number six, sharing our only uh, share, if I'm yeah. reading this correctly, with our list and the listener list is Puppet Theater, Captive Audience. 
not quite in the top five, yep, but the highest on the bottom half. And that's fair because that's that's a that, that as much as as excited as I am about what could go right, just as much could go wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, puppets are pretty close to fucking clowns. So, <laughs> <laughs> it was actually the haunting of Hill House cracking the top mm, five here okay. in the fifth position. Um, so, yeah, just remember, yeah. I got y'all's back. It's everybody else that you can't trust. Again, I, I'm I'm thinking that Matt and I have done a terrible job raising these people. Yeah. <laughs> Number four, case files unearthed. So. This one came out of nowhere, knocked people down, and they're excited for it. It's uh, It's gone from the, what the heck is in the Shrek theater, to, oh my god, I can't wait for the Shrek theater. So You know yeah. what? I will say this. I've been, I was not very kind on the reveal of this in our discussion of it. I will say, as much as as, as cool as Halloween 3 or Creepshow would be, I'm kind of actually happier to have this. So, I hope that means oh, something. Oh god, yes. Someone. I wish it was Halloween. I know you do. (laughs) Halloween 3 would be fun, too. But I kind of like this better than those two choices. Now, Billie Eilish, on the other hand, the more that has been leaked after it was canceled is like, that's a real loss. Yeah, totally. Um, It sounds like we need to have a conversation because I haven't heard about any of the leaks. I'm kind of, you know, old and decrepit over here. under a rock. (laughs) Well, actually, I've been been living out in the sun, but yes. Oh, that's... He's actually been above quite a couple rocks lately. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Number three, Scary Ohio, Horror in the Heartland. I feel like we could have expected this one in the sense of HHN fan base. Love the lore of the event. Scary Ohio. It's there. People are excited for this. Yeah. Yeah, I know that totally makes sense, especially anybody listening to this podcast and listening to all the history of, of HHN being being excited for scary stuff does not surprise me. Our first place pick had 82 votes to be in first place out of over 200 people. The next closest, our number two had 30 votes. Oh, damn. To be in first place. Huge disparity there. Number two is wicked growth realm of the pumpkin. All right. And number Which one means, is Bride of Frankenstein. It's so exciting <laughs> that it was twice. It was on the list twice, right? That's what you're going to tell me. It's the bride with the steel chair. <laughs> yeah. Um, HHN icons captured, which. Oh, that surprised if you're yeah, listening, I mean, It shouldn't surprise me, but. It if you're does. listening to Catacombs, if you're an HHN fan, and I also think something that we need to talk about is for, you know, I just talked about a lot of people coming into the event. A lot of them haven't had their chance to shine yes, with the okay. icons yet. I yep. did not consider that. Now I am I a little less surprised. It actually is making more yeah. sense. I tend yeah, I, I tend to is. think people that were willing to listen to past me talk about past episodes or uh, events I went to also went to them. But that's not you're absolutely right. That's not true. So okay, okay, that makes that, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is um, at, at first when I started doing the math, and I'm like. And damn, that house is creeping up, creeping up, creeping up. And it's the top. I was like, the same as Matt. I was like, what? And then I was like, no, no, there are a shit ton of people, that, and including me, actually. Because, I mean, I only got to see one icon and people 
argue whether she's an icon or not. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, yeah, there, there's a lot of people that have not seen the icons and, and have not seen a lot of them anyway. Um, they've done them in reunion years or, or not reunion years. Uh, <laughs> they've done them in anniversary years, but, but yeah, it makes complete sense. Every year's an anniversary yeah. though. I, I don't like that. Just <laughs> but uh, my, my wife makes me celebrate exactly. our anniversary if I, if I, every if year. My wife makes me celebrate our anniversary every year. Then HHN <laughs> should be celebrated as an anniversary every year. <laughs> 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 you and me both, man. You and me both. But yeah, between icons um, being in the first and second votes for a lot of people, it pretty much completely dominated the list. Um, once again, 82 first place votes, I think over 40 second place votes. So it just, it really tore things up for people. Here comes some just fun little medals and then we'll get out of here. So with the lowest votes out of anything this year, the clear loser of the year is Crypt TV right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got to we've got to wait and see. However, uh, Crypt TV, we're we're all counting on you. The clear favorite for everyone between catacombs and between the listener slash community votes is Wicked Growth. I think we are all so excited for this one. Icons as well, but it was a little bit lower than you all. Wicked Growth just completely dominating the hype list for everybody. And with good reason. Yeah. The wait and see for Catacombs and the listener votes is, I believe, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. This is the one that I think personally has the most potential to climb for people. Like you just said, Quint, it definitely could be a House of a Thousand Corpses situation. And right. um, I just, I think Texas is going to end up showing up for a lot of people. The out of nowhere runaway success is actually Haction. Lights, camera, action, Eddie's revenge. That is the one that kind of just popped in out of nowhere and completely ran away with everything as far as people were concerned. Yeah. Was that like, I I mean, okay. I have been, like I said, living out in the desert for a a lot of this year. Um, Was that on anybody's like, uh, unless you know someone in creative, (laughs) like did anybody have this? Right. But did anybody have this even on their radar? I, I don't know. I feel like this one just kind of yes, dropped out of nowhere. But no. Yeah. Yes, but no. Yeah. yeah I, I knew. Yeah. So, I not knew, but I heard some stuff, but not to the extent of what is actually happening. So right. yeah, that's basically it. So, yeah, I think, and, and I mean, I think somebody managed to, to basically stir the hype machine with, with weirdness and keep this, keep the actual thing a pretty good secret, which mm-hmm. is Freaking cool. We don't get that a lot no, at AJ Jenkins no. anymore. And so I like that a lot. Yeah. For people where it's going to be either your favorite or it's going to be your least favorite is Puppet Theater from looking at the data here. Um, and then finally, the biggest potential to disappoint is actually Hill House. <laughs> I think that people's expectation for this one is so high. Hill House is really going to have to knock it out of the park. We will see the top three houses, according to listeners that never scored on the bottom rung is wicked growth icons and scary. Um, Nobody put those in their, in the lowest position. So in a way, you know, top three is top three. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think all of those, it, it it surprises me that some of the other ones actually got a bottom position, but those three don't surprise me that they didn't. No. Well-deserved. 
great. Who puts Bride in the bottom position, though? A lot of people Insane that have people. seen it, apparently. Yeah. Mine was seven. It wasn't like bottom, bottom. But... See? Insane people. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what that means. Let's go ahead and get out of here. Thank you again for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. We cannot wait to celebrate HHN 30 with you out there in the fog. It is literally right around the corner. And this is our last normal episode of Catacombs before the event kicks off. So the next time you hear from us will actually be um, the return of Stay and Screamcast, the project that Duff and I debuted last year. And then we'll be back with our opening night impressions I mean, opening weekend. We try to get those out for you as soon as we possibly can, and we cannot wait to experience all the things that are coming on down the pipeline with you all. Mm -hmm. But first, before we go ahead and close things up, I do want to go ahead and thank my co-host for joining me this evening, Shelby, Wendy. However, (laughs) thanks for being here. Crowley. Oh, gosh. I'm going to kill both of you guys. I'm taking over the podcast. Um, well, thanks for having me. I mean, I don't know why I say thank you because I'm your co-host, but you kind of have to have me. Um, (laughs) uh, well, it was awesome to record again. Um, I am excited to go to the event with you for once. Uh, because I don't think we really got to enjoy the event together in the past. We've done a few houses together, but not like to the extent as a, like co-host on a podcast. So. I'm, I'm yep. super stoked. It's going to so. be super exciting. I mean, we do have some great memories of going through graveyard games, last people through the house. Like yeah. that's, that's some good stuff, but yeah, it's good to be back. It's good to be with friends and I can't wait to uh, have that opportunity with you. But Hey, when you are not irritating your real life husband, Boris <laughs> Schuster, where can folks keep up with you? Um, you can, Oh, you killed me. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, it's if you want to under the username Cryptoguts. It's pretty easy to find. Uh, green looking cryptid guy. Uh, you won't miss him. But if you don't want to follow me anywhere, you can keep listening to this podcast. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody at the event and giving away free stuff. Hopefully I'll have some buttons to give out and we'll uh we'll meet a whole bunch of fans and hang out and have a good time but quint thanks for being here my friend oh man it's it's really fun to be able to talk halloween horror nights again without it kind of being a prospective thing and and being a real thing um and getting this giant data dump was fun having a few surprises was also pretty fun so yeah um having a good time and before you ask the question you can find me at at Darth Ricky on uh, the Twitters. And that's about all the thing, the, the social media things I do. Cause I'm old as Shelby pointed out. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's been fun. And, and Oh, uh, personal thanks to Pangolin for, for giving us or giving us some, some great um, debut music. Yeah. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. So happy to hear that. So yeah, uh, that's it. I'll tell you more about that in just a second, but Quint, you know you you ruined. I had a transition for you. I was going to say when you're oh, not shit. on Pinterest looking up the recipe for a wiener <laughs> hot dog pizza, 
where can the folks keep up with you? Um, but no, I think you're doing, I think you did just fine. <laughs> uh, shit. I'm so, now I'm sorry. I ruined that for you. Cause that was funny. That's the first thing you said. That's funny. Oh gosh. Boom. Matt, I know you've had a heck of a day, but thanks for making time uh, to come talk some HHN with us. You have no idea, but you're welcome. My energy level might not sound like it, but I am very excited about the event. I don't know. Maybe I'll have to do my my own uh, perspective hype list when I, if I ever get some sleep again in my life. It's going to happen, I okay. promise. <laughs> but hey, so of course the folks can keep up with you at Neozaz on Twitter as well as, you know, various places on the internet, including the Neozaz website, mm-hmm. Facebook page for the podcast, Instagram. But what's new on the Neozaz network that people should check out? What's new? That's a good question. Not eh, well, new, well, it's to, to most people, everything except catacombs is new at news as because <laughs> we just don't get the cross audience but i will say i'm, I'm going to keep saying this and i'll probably say this through the entire haunt season grady's check out grady's really check out grady's this week the one that just post i mean if you don't know the voices of those co-hosts and a horror nights fan then i got i got nothing for you so check it out they did uh return to oz and that particular collective of hosts are always fun when those three are together. So check it out. Grady's at Neo's as Grady's on every podcast, the aggregator thing on earth. I think at this point, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Return to Oz is fucked up. Yep. So if you're <laughs> listening to catacombs, go check out return to Oz. Of course you can find me on Twitter. You can find me at Diz Vincent price. That's D I S Vincent price as in discount, but too many letters. So I had, uh, slash them prices is Vincent Price. All right, folks. So for now, from all of us here on the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights, stay spooky, enjoy the fog, and hey, HHN 30 is right around the corner. Thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is a Neozaz Internet Entertainment production. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at newsaz.com. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Universal Studios Florida. All Halloween Horror Nights properties, icons, titles, events, and related items are property, trademark, and copyright Universal Studios or their respective trademark and copyright holders. For more Halloween Horror Nights coverage, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash newsazpodcast and follow our Twitter account at newsaz. To help support the series and all the work we do at Newsaz, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash newsaz. Thanks for listening.